Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. BPI presents Pride Connection, sponsored by Blind LGBT Pride International, Tuesday at 10 p.m. on ACB Radio Maine, or wherever you get your podcasts. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a Tuesday night at 10 p.m., so you know where you are. You are at the Pride Connection. I am one of your co-hosts, Anthony Corona. I am here, of course, joined by Gabriel lopez Tafati. Hey, Patrick, everyone. Welcome back to Pride Connection. And, of course, in the background, we have our engineer extraordinaire, Mr. Byron Lee. Hey, We've what you guys think of that special... old-school opening? We haven't heard that one in a while, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. And if you the original to... opening. And if you want to submit one, uh, you can send to membership at blindlgbtpride.org. Just listen to the scripts, record it, send it in, and we will put you on the top and bottom of the show. And we have an exciting, exciting show this evening, but even more exciting, if you could imagine, is this coming weekend, the Blind Pride International Special Interest Convention. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we'll be bringing unique programming, including, of course, Gabriel's Wine Wisdom, where I'll be in the background adding whatever little bobs and baubles I can. We will be having our Dare to Share by invitation only. Hit that same email, membership, blindlgbtpride.org, if you'd like an invite to that. Saturday, we're doing all things Kindle, a sexual wellness centering on flirting, flirtation, how to recognize how to flirt, and of course, consent. We will be going behind the makeup for a drag extravaganza featuring the very first audio described drag performance that we know of on the planet. If you know of one and we don't, you can always hit us up at that same email as well and tell us we're wrong, but I don't think we are. After that, we'll be going into an awesome Rocky Horror Picture Show roundtable celebration and a virtual hangout Sunday with uh, one of our guests, Mr. Tom and Gabriel. You can meditate and brunch and get well and healthy and centered, all that beautiful stuff. Following that, an amazing history presentation by Dr. Eric Marcus, uh, who has interviewed just about everybody. Um, highlights include how Dear Abby told the world off when it came to LGBT at the time. The cue wasn't quite as um, as verbal. Um, and uh, some other highlights, including Larry Kramer and the AIDS epidemic, um, all kinds of things, followed and capped off by our beautiful closing ceremonies featuring keynote speaker uh, Tony Stevens and a musical performance by Joe Sobule on our opening ceremony Friday night, a musical performance by one of our guests this evening, Mr. Dwayne Estes. 
but I can go on and on and on, and that would bore you to tears. Gabriel, why don't you give the president's message and introduce our topic for tonight? Well, um, like Anthony said, uh, stay tuned for convention this weekend. Uh, we've been hard at work, and uh, it's going to be phenomenal. Um, we uh, have a new administration. Last time we had a Pride Connection, we were actually a day before inauguration. Um, now it's going to be a week, and uh, we decided to, like our invite said, uh, you know, uh, without getting into, without the need of getting into political affiliation, um, you're, we're obviously transitioning from one to another uh, administration that are very different in their essence and their delivery and uh, and and there are expectations there 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 are there bound to be changes and um, we want to hear from our listeners from our members from our friends what are your thoughts what do you expect what do you foresee for the next four years and um, what what do you think uh, is going to happen? This this is a very very unique moment for a transition of power. We are hit by the worst pandemic uh, since 1917, 1918. Probably this is going to go down as something that we, <laughs> our country and our world will never see in a couple hundred years. Hopefully, so it, it is. We're we're living interesting times, and 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 there's always expectations. There's always uh, change going on, and 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 we want to hear. We want to open the floor and open for discussion and see what everyone expects, what everyone thinks, what everyone wants, what everyone hopes for. So, um, well, Mr. I would Gabriel. say let's get the party started. I would like to shout out that one promise has already been fulfilled. We are here. Absolutely. We are queer. We may be trans and we can pick up a gun and fight for our country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That to uh, well, me was bodes one of, very uh, well. President Biden's first uh, executive orders, uh, rolling back the uh, Trump's administration ban on trans our trans brothers and sisters from serving in the military. So that bodes well, in my opinion, if one of his first days in office, one of the executive orders that he does is writing a, a, a really nasty wrong, writing a, a mistake that this country had made under previous leadership by signifying that you don't have to be a identifying male or an identifying female with the same body parts to be able to stand up and say, I love my country. I want to serve my country. Give me my gun. <laughs> yes. But um, exactly. let's go to Tom. Tom, what do you, what, uh, what do you think about that decision? And what do you think the next four years are going to be like for our community? Oh, I, uh, <clears throat> well, of course, 2020 has been a really weird year, but staying home and I live with a political junkie. So I'm sort of became one myself till after the election and then I can't take it anymore. But uh, 
when I watched the inauguration all day long, I mean, and when he mm -hmm. said, uh, so help me God, I had a breath of fresh air. I felt a little relieved. And I think a lot of people were able to sit back and relax a, bit, a little bit because I think it's going to work. I think uh, a lot of things have already happened, you know, such as the military van and he seemed and Miss VP Harris seems to be on the ball. And uh, it, when he, he sat down in that office at Wednesday afternoon, there was no plan from the previous administration to distribute this vaccine in this country. There was no plan. So he had to start at day one. And he came up with a 198-page report the next day on how to do it. I mean, that's pretty amazing. So I think we're moving on. I think that we can breathe a little easier. easier. And yes, it was a horrible uh, experience for the last four years in, in this election. But uh, I think we're going to be moving on. I was afraid we we're going to lose some of our rights also. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that, that, was that was the first, you know, one of the first signifiers that um, things were rolling back. And, you know, yeah. we know they were looking at marriage equality. Um, exactly. And, and had, had, they, had they had another four years with the judges that have been appointed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It, it would have happened. in that fight. Yeah. It would have happened. Yes. And take our civil rights away also. Let's transition to Dwayne for a moment. Okay. And the topic that I want to throw out to Dwayne is, you know, he is promising $15 minimum wage. He's promising a lot of um, a lot of internal infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think that he is um, aware and addressing enough the plight of artists and freelance, you know, writers and musicians, Broadway, oh my God, Broadway may never come back in the form that we once knew. Do you think that there's talk going on? Do you think we're gonna see some stuff in that direction? I, I really I really don't know. I hope so. Um, I, I really think that it, it's, it's going to be, um, it's gonna be at least for maybe five years before, uh, the performing arts are are back to any semblance of of what they were, and and in a way, I'm not sure they'll ever be what what they were. They've been so hollowed out, um, and um, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Those of us that um, have uh, lived in quote unquote the gig economy. Um, it's it's a tough place to be, um, and and it used to it, it it used to work, but COVID has just completely upended all of that, and um, I don't know. I really you I really don't know. You see social media postings and 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 various videos out there of of people that feel so bad, and you know I'm I'm a huge fan of lots of artists. You know, of course, my Kylie and my Madonna, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, they can't tour, and their album may not be doing as well, et cetera, et cetera. All well and good, but you've got millions and millions of dollars on a pad to sit on. You've got you know various houses around the world, et cetera, et cetera. But the musicians, the, the grips, the lighting people, the tour, the backup dancers, you know, none of those people have those cushions. And in most of those scenarios, they, they live gig to gig, paycheck to paycheck. You know, they don't have a steady health insurance and, and 
this has basically decimated their life. I'm sorry. I have been trying. I, w- I didn't know I had. I was somehow I ended up muted. <laughs> 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 I was I was talking and I was like, oh, then I realized. Okay. Um, the uh, yeah, certainly the uh, the the economy has been affected in different ways, and uh, there's so many aspects of of our life that are that are just going to struggle to come back but we we do need that um political platform we do need a sense of leadership and order we do need and that's where i feel that i am uh like tom said a moment ago uh, i besides a couple of tears i did also take a breath a breath of fresh air after after joe said <laughs> Um, you know, raised his hand and said those beautiful words. Um, and then when I was listening to the coverage in just a couple of hours, or maybe not even a couple of hours, so maybe an hour after being sworn in, both Biden and Harris were were being seen walking through the hallways uh, of the Capitol um, already at work. So um, just the fact you know the, the the reports that came back the the following day on Thursday regarding the covid uh relief plan uh in terms of vaccination you know it, just words i i even posted it posted uh, my thoughts my 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 feelings on on social media it's been so long since i haven't heard uh words like detailed plan national strategy <laughs> You know, exactly. restoring transparency, trust, transparency, yes. numbers, numbers, not 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 hearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fabulous. Or, oh, yeah, yeah it's going to yeah. be many, many, many people are going to get vaccine. No, to hear we're going to get a certain number of people mm-hmm. vaccinated uh, per day. Uh, and this is how we're going to do it. Yes. By yeah. this it's time. It's a deletion collar off of Fauci. Yeah. He's actually been able to speak. Excuse me. Have you and, seen and I, him? He looks. He looks like he. Uh, he smiles. Uh, he's smiling. Sorry, Tom, but no. <laughs> and he's happy. It's like, oh my god, this is great. Now I can do my job. This, this is yeah, something. Exactly. This is something that a lot of CEOs do. Uh, you know, this is this is like very much CEO behavior. You know, we're doing great things. We're very strong. We're making a lot of impact. We're doing this. We're doing that. But no real substance. No real um, data yeah. to back it up. It's just exactly. It's, you know, I'm having everybody a loves very, it. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves me. I'm they having think a great, I'm great feeling. I accomplished. About it. Oh my God! Everybody's rallying around it. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm gonna yeah. tell you something that I learned. Um, it, it's it's very simple, but yet very powerful. Um, and, and, and it's not political. It's more, it's more of a management or managerial term. What doesn't get measured, doesn't get done. So when you hear all these superlatives, a lot, many, everyone, absolutely fabulous. You're going to see, yeah, you're going to see, yeah, nothing. That means nothing is going to happen. Now, when you hear words, like I said, in a report, 158,000 vaccinations per da 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 um 
2,700 hospitals in this area are going to be receiving such amount of when you hear that plan that you know that you can follow through numbers and that you can compare at the end of the day with results then you know that something is happening yeah exactly well my my two nieces are uh work in the hospital system in ohio and they just got their second vaccination already since the inauguration beautiful yeah let's take a pause for one moment uh, ACB members, BPI members, which is Blind Pride International, or friends that are listening to the show and may not be members, if you'd like to join us, you can head to either ACB or the community page on Facebook, Blind Pride International's uh, website, and or the discuss or leadership list. Join us via Zoom if you have any comments and want to join us. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Tom. Yes, sir. You were talking about your nieces getting yeah, vaccinated. They got well. They got vaccinated um, earlier, and um, well, you know, like twenty-one days ago. But they were getting worried. Even their hospital workers were getting worried that the second vaccination wasn't going to happen for a while, and it did. It happened today because uh, somebody in Washington called some hospitals in Michigan and. Uh, something happened. So they got their second vaccination, so they're done. But, uh, Dave, what are you hearing on campus? Um, you know, you well, have- I was just telling, I was just telling you earlier, it was uh, the, the people who are young, who are like TikTokers and Instagrammers and all, you know, all those, <laughs> apparently there's this thing going with, um, and, and, and I liked it because it, it shows that even though um, Biden is the oldest president at the time of being sworn into office, um, he's 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 being treated with such <laughs> with such I don't know with such uh, camaraderie or such sense of of friendship or or trust from from the youngsters. Because I've been hearing this, uh, referring to the stimulus package, I've been hearing this thing that apparently has been rolling on TikTok. They, uh, it, it, it said something like, um, Joey, "Joey is coming with the stimmy." <laughs> <laughs> we we have someone with the nine one eight area code who's joined us. Oh, nine one eight. That must be uh, Rob. It sure is. Oh my hey, God! Rob, I haven't Rob, heard Rob, your voice in forever. Connection. Oh my goodness! Dave, you're you're suggesting I check in my other me and the email boxes are right on target. Had about right. fifty, had about awesome. fifty emails from you on my junk folder. <laughs> okay, we are honored with uh, with with Rob joining us. For those of you who do not, well, who doesn't know Rob Hill, whether BPI Uh-oh. or ACB, everyone knows Rob Hill. Uh, Rob Hill is uh, one of our founding members with uh together with Dwayne so we have two founding members um mm-hmm. uh and Leah Gardner uh Don Brown I I don't want to say names because I always <laughs> I always leave a name out but Rob Hill was our first president first BPI president wow. back when we were B flag yep nice to meet you the pay, the pay was a lot worse back then <laughs> yeah <laughs> wasn't so much better for wrong. board members either <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> Tell us, Rob, what are you um what are you most excited about in the next for the next four years? 
Well, in, in general, or BPI in particular, no. in general, I'm concerned that we get our government back. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm very concerned that ultra-right people will misbehave and create chaos, and you see what happens. So I'm, I'm very kind of concerned about that. Oh, I'm concerned about COVID. I got my first uh, Moderna shot yesterday. Oh, God bless you. Yes. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I so certainly I'll throw need to crack mm-hmm. Pardon? I said I was, I was going to say, I'll throw out the hard question. There's a lot of talk right now. Um, two weeks, a little under two weeks now, the impeachment, the second impeachment, uh, you know, another, um, I don't know what you call it first, but well, you know what? He loves being first and he loves being the only one to, you know, so he can claim both of those. The first time in history and the only time in history that one president will be, has been impeached twice. Um, I am the most impeached president ever. Yeah. (laughs) Big league. You guys... Do you think it's um, more divisive to continue down that road? Should we just, he's gone, forgive and forget, or accountability? What's more important Uh, for for going forward right now? You know, uh, Anthony, this is Dwayne, and I got bumped off somehow or another, but um, even not being a techie, I found my way back. All 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 of that to say... Uh, if, if in fact, January 6th had not occurred, I would have been in favor of good riddance, goodbye. But January 6th did happen. Mm-hmm. And since it did happen, and since people were killed, and since our capital was literally under attack, the Confederate flag was flown, um, police officers were killed, there has Stop. to be some accountability there just has to be yes sir Um, sir. i think i think and and and, i mean i i heard i have a wonderful name for mitch mcconnell i call him mush mouth so (laughs) um, all right mr Dwayne. yes so i call (laughs) so so uh, in a way uh, moscow mitch is just as bad as donald because he's Mm -hmm. he's he's this incredible hypocrite um so he he didn't want the impeachment trial to to occur until uh, Trump was out of office. But today he uh, voted that uh, with the other Republicans that um, he doesn't want it at all. Yeah, he just yeah he did that just this afternoon. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you know it's 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 um um. It's just absolutely incredible, but there has to be some accountability. I, agree. I really and truly do not expect him to be convicted. I, I would, I would be absolutely. It, it would be a wonderful thing if he were, but I don't believe that's going to happen. But, but he, it will be in the history books. It will be there, and perhaps, mm-hmm. perhaps. Just the mere fact that he was impeached, he was tried, hopefully that will keep us from going down these wrong roads um, later on. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree it's all you. about accountability. I agree as well. Definitely, it's accountability, and it's not uh, just just it's just such a bad precedent to say. You know, uh, I, I know some people do feel that he's gone. Forget about him. No, no, that's that's a bad precedent. No, especially when they were going in there to uh, kill Nancy Pelosi, they were going to kill the vi- Mike Pence, the vice president, and hang him. Uh, yeah. you know, so- something has to be done about this, and I don't. I, I just really adamant about they need to get together in Washington and do something about it. There, there was actually um, a, a story about uh, some a woman who went and um, stole. Uh, Nancy's Nancy Pelosi's laptop and had yeah, plans it was, to that was just on Rachel to Russia. Yeah, yeah. they're going to give them to Russia. Yeah, um, yeah. And they they haven't found that heart. They, I don't think they've found that computer yet. No, they have not. So I mean, the the weight you know, the weight of what happened uh, is just getting heavier and heavier. Yes. Yes. You know, I was I was raised um, by my grandmother. I, you know, I had my parents, but they both worked and and had their various um issues we so, love you know, our grandparents don't we love our grandparents and and yes, my grandmother both of them really but you know that was closer to one than the other um you know instilled a lot of who i am and what i believe and you know one of her favorite things is you can't have it both ways no and no. and that's Cannot. you know that's that's what i i hear in a lot of this rhetoric you know it's well, first off, God forbid it was President Obama, and you know they, they'd be talking lynching and 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 so on and so <laughs> forth. Um, forget about impeachment; it'd be lynching, mm, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's de- it's devastating. It's de- it's desecrating all of those words, and yet when the action to actually hold accountability comes, suddenly it's well, this is bad for the country and you want to talk about unity. This is not unifying, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you can't have it both ways. No. You need to pick. No. And I, I personally feel that there needs to be an extension once we're done with impeachment and the, the most important legislation is taken care of. You know, I, <sighs> I want my stimmy. <laughs> yes. but, um, you know, once the most important legislation is taken care of, there needs to be further. There needs to be further accountability. The Rubios, the Cruises, the Hollies, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you yeah. know, and 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 I have to say this because so much there's so much in the media that's that you can't pay attention. It's like one of these scandals, they, I heard pundits talking about how pardons with Bill Clinton went on for months and months and months because it was one scandal. There's been hundreds of them. Yes. One of the most important to me is the fact that there are members of the House who may or may not have brought in members of that riot, that mob, yeah. days before yeah to walk them through and give them a tour of the Capitol. And Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not claiming anyone's guilty, but if we don't continue to look into this and find out exactly what happened or didn't happen. And if it didn't happen, I'm ready to say, okay, let's move on. But if it did happen, we need trial after trial after trial. And of course we, we have the ultimate trial, which is our voting power. But the Cruises, yeah. the Rubios, and the Hollies, and any of those House members who <laughs> may have done what we think they may have done, they need mm-hmm. to be held accountable as well. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree with you, Anthony. And Marco, I don't know, you probably lived long enough in Florida to know that Marco Ruby, Rubio has really done nothing for the state of Florida. Nothing. Um, 
but I do agree with you. Something has to be done. And uh, what and why were they giving tours at the Capitol building when it's closed for tourists? They, they, there were sure. other, there were other uh-huh. like, uh, legislative assistants going. Why are they bringing these people in here? We're closed, and, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and none of them had masks on, and uh, they were following a congressman. Those guys are accessories before the fact of murder. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I just we, like 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 you were saying earlier. Um, you know the 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 not ha- not having it both ways. I mean, you know, Anthony said Obama and you know lynching. I go to more recent events where you know probably a few uh, infiltrated or maybe a few enraged people in the BLM. Uh, different movements around the country may have broken, uh, I don't know, a, a, a display, a, a, a storefront. Uh, you know, you're talking about people just violating the Capitol. I just, I just I, it, it makes my head spin to think what would be the difference. Yes. In total, in, in total, from every single Black Lives Matter protest, that some, unfortunately, 8%, 8%, 8% of all of the Black Lives Matter protests turned into riots. Yeah, I but know. I digress. <laughs> how many people How many people were murdered, stomped to death? Uh, yes. But if it was if, if the Black Lives Matter would did that on the Capitol, would, there would have been a lot oh, of murders, there would have been a lot of dead bodies, and there would, there have, would have been a lot of dead bodies yes. right on the stairs of the Capitol. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's just so, wrong. That's just like it. So there's something. Yeah, this uh, former uh, president needs to be held accountable. And I thought it was really good at uh, on inauguration night when Clinton and Bush and Obama stood together and gave their little encouragements to uh, President Joe. And uh, it was interesting to see that. And he had uh, talked to Jimmy Carter over the phone. Yeah. And that's, you know, in Jimmy Carter, 96 years old, encouraged him, you're going to be fine. You're going to do a good job. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And that, so that's, that was encouraging to hear that. But they, it was. Know. I wonder if a person can run for office if he's in prison in New York, like Trump. <laughs> well, even if they don't do anything in Washington, uh, New York, the state of New York's going after him for his, you know, know yeah. business yeah. dealings anyway. So that, that no pardon can cover that. And no. So well, you know, I do, I do have one kind of gnawing, you know, little mm. mosquito in my ear, and and it's buzzing, <laughs> and it's saying, "Beware of mini Trump without the stump." Um, I, you know, I, I don't fear Don Jr. so much, but no. I think Ivanka is one that we need to keep an eye keep on. An eye. You're exactly right. You're exactly mm-hmm. right. She's very mm-hmm. ambitious and she's daddy's favorite child. Oh, yeah. Uh, Little Trump without the stump. She's, uh-huh. dangerous. she's, she's daddy's favorite <laughs> child. Like, like Randy Ray. She's the only one who has brains. I, that's that's and that's my, the scary my... part exactly that's why i don't fear donnie because you know don jr you know once he starts talking you realize you oh, know what on. he's yes. a, yeah yes. but but ivanka actually is an intelligent woman yes, i, I don't is. like saying that but she's an intelligent woman 
And I think and, it could, and and it could be dangerous. It could be very yeah. dangerous. Coming she up. knows how to play to those 74 million, you know, because yes, again, you know, the pundits say it, and we need to remember that 74 million people have a vested interest in that ideology uh-huh. in, in that Trumpology, you know, and she's the perfect one to pick that mantle up. Yes. And it's just, it's very frightening and it's just very dangerous. Just think, like my just girlfriend, Randy Rainbow, it. like my re- girlfriend, Randy Rainbow calls her Benaka. Byron, you're you're in Minneapolis and Minneapolis, you know, took a bunch of hard hits this year. Um is can you give us an idea of of any of the sentiment around your area? Well, uh I, I will say that when the votes were being counted. Uh, and, and people were sitting on pins and needles just waiting to find out who was going to win. Uh, I, I was out uh, running an errand. Um, you know, I, I was, I was uh, wearing my mask. I was on foot outside. Not, I didn't even want to ride in an Uber because I, you know, being too close to people in a, in a confined space, it's like, nope, I'm just going to walk where I'm going. But anyway, I'm walking down Lake Street uh, and it was kind of like, I think it was sort of like informally announced that it looked like Biden had won. And so all of a sudden, it was, you know, normal everyday traffic. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the whole street was just, yeah. you know, people honking. And at first I thought something like weird was going on. I'm like, did somebody like lose their brakes or something? Because there was one guy <laughs> at first and then it was a whole bunch of other people around him. I'm like, oh, oh, I know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's actually been sort of... Um, it's been sort of a, a, a layer of unrest uh, and then Biden won and it feels like a different city. It, it really does. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. So uh, I think we're all very happy. Well, I, do I know think that moving forward, you know, four years, uh, the expectation, I know that at least, uh, you know, say what you say and you know, be your political affiliation what your political affiliation may want me may you want it to be. Um, it, it's undeniable that uh, that 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 there is a sense of normalcy, that uh, nothing probably will ever be perfect, especially under the current circumstances that have been imposed into our world with the pandemic. But uh, but I think everyone whether they want to admit it or not, everyone is feeling that sense of going back to normal, going back to a, you know, decorum. Doesn't and it almost a sense feel of like accountability a... in the White House and, and, and a sense of peace. And I think unity will come after all of this is, is you know, after all these sentiments are, 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 are just toned down and are not being fed from the podium of the White House. And... Not only that, but when we start seeing the results of a good administration. You know, I want to point something out to, you know, five five years ago, four, you know, four years ago, five years ago, um, we had a very dignified transfer of power. We had a very dignified concession to even though by popular vote, we were over a million, you know, above. uh, We had a very almost three million. Yeah, we had a very, very, you know, classy concession, et cetera, et cetera. Even going so far back as to 2000, um, 2001 with Bush v. Gore, we had, 
eloquence. We had, you know, we had um, a respect for the institution of government, period, whether it be the office or your party. It doesn't really matter why it was done. The eloquence and the, the execution of tradition, you know, and then we had a slime ball, grease ball, standing, you know, on the steps of the plane, you know, and it was just like, wow, you know, this is just, you know, it has been one, one long reality special that is finally canceled. Um, Donald J. Trump, you have been fired. (laughs) Doesn't it, doesn't it almost sort of feel like a spell has been lifted? Because I think even those who supported Trump have started to realize just how, you know, just how much, uh, reality distortion was going on. Mm Yeah, I agree. My, uh, family in Ohio, they're Trumpsters all all the way. And it wasn't um, we had I'm a, a huge a, fan. We had a lot of interesting conversations, and when uh, they looked at Trump lost, my brother like come around. He goes, "Oh well, he does make sense now." He goes, "He's just hey, coming around." Hey, we're we're getting a lot of noise from Rob's phone because he's uh, moving around. Um, Anthony, could you we're make gonna... me host so that I could, you know, so that I can oh, fix that? I I need to do that. Give me one second, yeah. Byron. Um, but yeah, if, uh, Rob, if you're if you're moving around or getting resituated, if you could do star, was it star nine to mute uh, while you're moving, just star so that we don't get all the background yeah. noise. Yeah. Real quick, um, going back to Gabriel's talking about. Um, the, the country re- reuniting, you know, what I really think is important to realize is we didn't get to Trump. It, it, it took, it took from 1980, it took from 1980 until 2016. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so and it's, it's going that. to, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to, to take at least a generation or maybe two mm-hmm. before we really um, really get back to, to where we were. I, I mean, they, they started in, in 1981. They, they started with tax cuts and defunding schools and uh, not worrying about roads and bridges and all of that stuff. And it just continued to get worse. And then, of course, in 2010, when we got the, uh, the Tea Party, but, you know, I call them the tea baggers. and so we got those folks and 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 they just sort of um went from uh, went from bad to worse so this didn't happen overnight and we're not gonna get out of this we're not gonna get out of this overnight but i so agree with with having a sense of normalcy and and not being governed by twitter is is yes, such, yes, an, yes. such a wonderful thing, and with with um, obviously, I'm I'm a big um, fan of Rachel, and 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 you know being able to uh, being able to to tune into her at at, at um, nine o'clock, and 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 she can say, my hair isn't on fire. I can sit in the chair. I don't have to tell you how stupid he was today. That's a wonderful <laughs> yeah. thing. That was one of our <laughs> statements. Yeah, she, yeah. Uh, she she has so many shows that she would love to run that she had to change at the last minute. Yes, yes. <laughs> because, because something catastrophic had happened that day. 
from the White And I'm House. a huge fan of Rachel as well. And I'm also a huge fan of The View and, you know, Joy Behar, who I some can love, Behar. some can, um, you know, she brought a statistic over 37,000 lies over the course of just the presidency alone, forget about the campaign trail, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. over 37,000 documented lies. It's just amazing that that they can stand behind, that anyone can stand behind that and say that anything anything of real substance or, or forward moving was done with that, you know, Exactly. President exactly. And and, <laughs> and, and doing and doing what I want to. I I do. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I didn't live in this country through all those years. I, I really, I really felt that that uh, I I was always a big follower of of U.S. politics, and I know that uh, 1981 with Ronald Reagan, everything started just just you know the line started to be drawn and 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 the divide started to happen but i just i don't know correct me you you guys correct me if i'm wrong but i feel that the level of rage and hatred and 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 just anger that was fueled in the last four years was out of proportion it was it went it went from i don't know from 60 to 100 in no time and and the level of of I mean, it was it was sometimes even comical to see. Yeah, I how, agree with you. But how was, how yeah. in January of 2017, yeah. when 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 he took office, you know, between the election, they were angry. They yes. won the election, and they were taking the, the, he the, the, and and he was angry. His people were angry. His followers were angry, sure. and, and 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 it was just this level of anger just out of nowhere. Right. I, I completely agree, Gabe, but I mean, yes. really, you can look all the way back to the mid-90s when Newt Gingrich mm -hmm. was Speaker of the House. I mean, really, it was during that time that the that the anger and hate rhetoric really ramped up when the Republicans mm -hmm. had the contract with America. And Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so but but you're right. It, it, when Trump came on the scene for real, um, it did go from, it, it went from 60 or 65 to 100, just over like, boom, click, yeah. we're there. But, uh, um, yeah, and, I agree with that's, you. you know, because that's say... the reality television way. Nobody yeah. watches a good, clean, you know, um, fun, loving reality show unless a table's getting flipped or Ryan <laughs> glasses unless, thrown against each other knives yeah. Yeah. you know it's a but, it's a lot it's a lot more fun to watch WWE than to yeah. listen to Lawrence Welk yeah. Yeah. absolutely but, well, I'll, um, I'll give you a good reality television on home and garden but the ratings are you know that's yeah. why it's not on NBC or ABC because it's fun you know it's family programming but nobody really wants to watch it on a massive scale. They okay. want to hear you're fired. They want to see the table flip and the drink go across mm -hmm. the table. And okay. that's what this last four years was. It was a huge um, reality show. Yeah. But I would like to I'd say, uh, you know, back to Reagan or even before Reagan, no matter what, repu what political party they were, the presidents were gentlemen. 
The presidents yes. were educated. The presidents had a lot of class and know and knew how to act in public in front of people. And they knew and they did it well. Um, they may not agree with him. You may not have you know liked him, but they all did it as a gentleman, educated gentleman, classy until Trump. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what you want about W? You know, he yeah, was he was still a gentleman. He was a gentleman. He took the office seriously. <laughs> he wrote yeah. the letter. He escorted right. the family. He attended the inauguration. Is as bumbling and you know he was and, to watch he was, at times for some but, some like class and uh, grace and everything. You need to see uh, the documentary uh, that uh, uh, Michelle Obama did with her children. It's, oh yeah, it's yes. very interesting how she had to. She couldn't make a mistake in the White House. She could. She was the first black first lady. She could not make a mistake. It's interesting. Watch it. But then we come to Trump again, you know, and then everything fell apart. But, <laughs> but, but even you know, going back to W for just one second, yeah. you know, believe believe in, in his politics or or like me, you know, you're bumbling idiot, uh, you know, right off of Green Acres. You still got the you still got the impression and the feeling that he, for his politics, he did what he thought was best for the country. You know, it, it turns out not much of it was, but I think you know, I think he had an uh, an air of a true understanding. Conviction. Yeah, a true conviction and an understanding that he stood up there and and represented this yeah and, and you know and the, the sense of decency and and honorability and the way and accountability the dignified way accountability, accountability. the dignified oh, yeah. way in which they they treated the the position of potus was 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 definitely violated in 2016 and then throughout those four years so yeah i don't so see. let's let's go one by one looking forward um, what are you most excited to see? What are you looking for? What are you looking at the hardest? And let's go, you know, Gabriel and from Gabriel down. Well, I see, I, I do expect um, a, a lot to happen in many, many arenas. Um, economics, I know that um, Obama had, uh, had left some solid foundation. I had to laugh at how <laughs> uh, like you, like yeah. Anthony said, when he was on the steps of the plane, uh, cowardly leaving down to Florida um, before the inauguration, he he. It was amazing how how people cannot see through the lies and the this you know so uh, the deceit of him saying you're going to see the great things that are going to start happening, but that's because what I'm leaving. I mean, come I on. Yeah. Yeah. He's just basically saying Joe Biden is going to be a real president and he's going to do great things. But I am taking credit for those things from now, yeah. from this moment, <laughs> because yeah. because he That's himself I is I think he himself was happy to have a real president now. So on the economic side, I do. I do it's going to struggle. Uh, there is going to be a struggle and, and, and the administration is going to have a less going to face. It's facing a lot of challenges, not only picking up the mess uh, and the lack of action. Um, but I, I do have a lot of expectation that then when we're over uh, the worst part of COVID, we're gonna be, uh, there's gonna be a boost in the economy. And um, I have confidence in our leaders. I have a good confidence in the combination 
of of character and and personality and and background between Biden Harris, uh, which is, is I think the most di the most diverse ticket we've ever seen and the most diverse you know president and VP, and um, in terms of our strengthening the position of our country as the leader of the free world, uh, the respect from our allies, the you know climate. The uh, control that we need to, you know, that fight for climate that we need to lead, and most importantly, the sense of equality and the sense of treating everyone not as not as people who hate each other or as people who, because of their differences, need to reprimand each other or need to make the others understand that they need to be like them in order to be accepted as members of society. But that sense of equality, that sense of, you know, dignifying the 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 human aspect of all of us is, is are, are some of the things that I expect for the next four years. Byron? So I just wanted to make sure that Rob knows. I, I muted Rob because there was a bunch of uh, shaking and moving. And so I muted him temporarily. But I want him to know that if he has thoughts, uh, that he could do star nine to to speak up. Um, but, uh, you know, did you guys hear about Katie Keurig? Katie Couric, I, I, I almost keep wanting to call her the coffee maker, you know, coffee Keurig. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Katie Keurig, uh, who is running for the, you know, like doing a trial run for hosting Jeopardy. Um, she went on Bill Maher's show uh, a couple of days ago. Not sure how long ago it was, but I, I heard about this on Howard Stern. Um, she went on Bill Maher's show and said something to the fact, to the effect of, you know, we, we have to sort of deprogram a lot of the people that have been sucked into the cult of Trump. Um, yep. And now she is be not being considered, either she's not being considered for the host of Jeopardy at this point, or, or that there's some backlash regarding her comments. Um, and I, you know, the thing is, um, I'm sure that Alex Trebek or other game show hosts have had have had said controversial things in their past, but they didn't get axed from the potential of you know hosting a game show. And I think some of it has to do with sexism. You know that yeah. that it's a Absolutely. woman. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's just about, it's just a shame that you know she can't have her own opinion and still run a game show. What does her political opinion have to do with the, the having the ability to run a game show? Tom? Uh, well, of course, I agree with everybody. <laughs> Everything has been said. Yes, I agree. Gabriel and yes, Byron. Uh, my big thing, well, work on the COVID thing, get this get us all vaccinated, get us all going. Uh, but unity, unity is going to be, I'm going to, I want, I'm hoping to see more unity with people and working together with other people and different things and just everybody coming together for a change. That would be cool. Dwayne? I really expect that uh, President Biden will be able to get his uh, legislative agenda through. However, I think it's it's going to take um, Chuck Schumer sort of employing the um, nuclear thing that they do in the Senate. Um, I, I think it's it's going to be without. Republican support. I'm fine with that. It doesn't make any difference as long as it gets done. Um, I think that that we have to uh, get this pandemic under control. 
and if we're if we're lucky if we're lucky and this thing will cooperate like the spanish flu of 1918 then maybe maybe this year it will um begin to sort of wind itself down because back at that time there there were there weren't any way to come up with any kind of vaccination it, it there just wasn't but but that's really what what i what i see happening and it would be it would be a wonderful thing if there could be unity but we have to remember that 74 million people uh-huh. voted yeah. for the orange thing <laughs> and those people are still out there and it's going to take a long time to change hearts and minds. And I, I will say this too about Mr. Trump's lies. Where I'm from, we have an expression that goes like this. Well, he would rather lie when telling the truth would be easier. Yeah. My, my grandmother, I'll invoke her again, um, used to say about me and my sister and various other cousins, uh, you know, one one lies and the other one swears to it. And, you know, as much as I want to lay it all at the feet of of uh, former President Trump, you know, it's 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 all of it's all of that ideological base, yes. whether it be in yes. in office or voting for office and, and shouting and screaming the denials of of the truth that are, um, you know, that need to, that need to come to heal. Um, I do want to say from my own personal and Rob, hopefully you'll unmute and, and give us a, a thought as you know, in a moment, um, I, unity, absolutely COVID absolutely. But you mentioned, uh, my man, Chucky, uh, my former Senator from New York, uh, and, and I've had differences of opinion with his, with some of his political, um, standpoints over the years, but when he was on Rachel and some of the other various statements that he's made over the last few weeks, I, I'm loving the you know the unity of climate, economy, and and un, um, unity itself. Um, that the three can't can't happen without working you know without working for all three together, and the the plan and points of action that President Biden. And Schumer and Pelosi are all in agreement on that really excites me because, you know, I don't have children, but I have uh, two nephews and a niece and a lot of cousins that have babies. And I, I want them to have a world that they are not that they are not, uh, you know, watching die, that they are not trying to figure out how they're going to get on the ship to go to the next exoplanet. Um I, I truly believe that, you know, we're coming to the end of that 10 year period where if we do not reverse and change what we're doing and have done to our climate, that they will not have a world to inherit to their grandchildren. Rob, were you able to unmute? Do you have any um, any thoughts you want to share? Then I'll throw it back to current president. Gabriel, how do you want to close us out tonight? Um, well, I just want to say unity again. I know. It's going to be difficult, but unity needs to start. Healing needs to start. And uh, I, I, I know uh, you guys already mentioned Chuck Schumer. I think um, I heard someone say the other day, one of the uh, reporters, I don't remember if it was CNN or MSNBC, uh, 
<laughs> I'm sorry, but I'll have to say it even though it sounds terrible. WWMD. What would Mitch do? <laughs> do you want to do you want to do you really want to get things done? Then stop trying to make them come to their senses. Right. And just get that stuff done. Just keep moving and move forward and they've got a choice. They can either come with us or they can stay where they are, but we're going on. Yeah. And they said the same about us when they did the 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 just deplorable action of um of uh nominating Amy Corner Barron in, in in the you know in the it's basically in the middle of an election process. Right. Right. Uh, they said that that if the shoe were on the other foot, we would be as Democrats we would be doing the same thing. So they can say that now <laughs> with all confidence. We will do the same thing they did to Obama, and we will not waste the opportunity that we have the three houses to make things happen in this country. I wish you'd preach, Gabriel. <laughs> Dwayne, we have paraphrased and borrowed a phrase from you. You are known to say that music is a mean mistress and we've paraphrased that to time is a mean mistress and unfortunately, Byron, crack that whip. <laughs> there you we go. Have... I, I didn't have my whip ready. I, I didn't have it at the ready, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> you used it last night and you don't know where you left it. <laughs> well, well, we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> We have come to the end of another amazing Pride Connection. Like we said at the top of the show, please check out our Discuss Pay list, our BPI page, our BPI website for all of the convention programming. The links will be out on Thursday and join us for all the amazing material. Byron, what are you most looking forward to convention? I am really looking forward to our Rocky Horror presentation. Um, we're we're gonna hear we're gonna hear some of your favorite music from Rocky Horror, plus some audio description. Uh, so you know, like what actually is happening on the screen. So you're gonna get some idea of that uh, on Saturday. We're really excited about it. Gabe, real quick, your favorite, what you're looking most forward to. <laughs> Well, all, Wine Wisdom is always my favorite, but this year I'm very, very excited to collaborate with Tom and bringing a wellness brunch to everyone. And I, of course, am looking forward to going behind the makeup and telling all of our community what it's like to put together and perform a drag extravaganza with, like I said, the world's very first audio described drag performance. Thank you, Byron, for, for, the, for the production work. Chris Snyder as well, uh, Roy Samuelson, et cetera, et cetera. JJ Hunt. This is, this is the end of Pride Connection. Tom, Dwayne, Rob, thank Byron, thank you so much for joining us. Thank we'll be you. back next week with another great show. Good night. You have been listening night, to everyone. Pride Connection, sponsored by Blind LGBT Pride International. For more information, go to blindlgbtpride.org. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection.